Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In this episode, we explore the stigma around mental illness and how it got there to begin with. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps, Big Changes. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, we are looking at why mental illness and mental health has a stigma in the first place, because it's reported that one in five people, at least in the United States, will struggle with mental illness in any given year. So it's incredibly common, but for some reason, for some reason as a society, we still place massive stigma on it, and especially in communities of color. So we want to look at why that is and potentially try to break away from that stigma at least a little bit. Now, before we jump into the content, be sure to click subscribe wherever you are consuming this. If you are watching over on YouTube, thank you. Thank you so much. We've hit 1,030 as of this recording. I really want to push to 5,000. So let's make it happen. Head over to youtube.com slash Greg Clunas and be sure to click subscribe there. Click the bell and click subscribe on the audio while you're at it. So as we've just established, mental illness is an incredibly common issue. One in five Americans, that's representative of about 46 million people experience mental illness in any given year. One in five, that's 20% of people experience mental illness in any given year. So it's incredibly, incredibly common. And the numbers don't get that much better when you look at the world as a whole. It's estimated that roughly 1 billion people in the world suffer from mental health issues or substance abuse issues. One billion people, that's one in seven, roughly. Now you can find the links to where these numbers are being pulled from as well as some other incredibly fascinating numbers as well in the description for this episode, but the proof is there. Mental illness is incredibly common. So why is it that there is still this massive stigma around it? Why is it that the media portrays mental illness as a violent thing when in actuality they're much more likely to be the victim of violence or to harm themselves than to harm someone else? Why is this? 
Well, like most things, there are a lot of answers. But according to the United Kingdom's official mental health website, society in general has stereotyped views about mental illness and how it affects people. Many people believe that people with mental ill health are violent and dangerous when in fact they are more at risk of being attacked or harming themselves than harming other people. Stigma and discrimination can also worsen someone's mental health problems and delay or impede their getting help and treatment and their recovery. Social isolation, poor housing, unemployment, and poverty are all linked to mental ill health. So stigma and discrimination can trap people in a cycle of illness. The situation is exacerbated by the media. Media reports often link mental illness with violence or portray people with mental health problems as dangerous, criminal, evil, or very disabled and unable to live normal, fulfilled lives. In short, mental illness has a stigma because mental illness has a stigma. Now, this has been the case for a very long time. Throughout history, whenever someone went against what is quote unquote the norm, they were marked and branded as crazy, insane, as having some kind of mental issue. Because why would they go against what is the established norm? Everyone believes in this, but you believe in this. That is insane. Those words, while those people didn't necessarily have mental illnesses, those words were used as a derogatory term because the stigma already existed. And we're talking way back when Galileo was talking about the sun being the center of the earth, an idea that he took from Copernicus, which came even before that. The Pope at the time threw him in prison and branded him as crazy, insane, illegitimate, and until he was willing, if he was willing, to go against what he was saying. Now, we now know through the power of hindsight that that was the truth. But back then, he was seen as mentally ill. And that's not where it ends. When you look at American slaves in the American South, whenever a slave ran away from their owner, from their master, a physician at the time named Samuel Cartwright came up with a term, a mental illness that is, we now know was made up. But it was called drapetomania, and it was used to describe slaves who ran away. Why is that? Why is it that the idea of running away was seen as they must have a mental illness? Well, because that was against the norm, because society had said, obviously, black people should be enslaved. So if somebody is willing to go against that, they must have a mental illness. Obviously, the earth is the center of the universe. We all know that. So if someone's willing to go against that, they must have a mental illness. Now, none of the people that we just discussed actually had mental illnesses. But the point is there. As long as society has what we call normal, that is always going to pave the path for stigmas. That's always going to create an opportunity for what goes against the quote unquote normal to be stigmatized and looked down upon by the larger group in society. Now, over time, those prejudices build up. Maybe they start small, but over hundreds of years, they've built up until we get to where we are today, where having a mental illness and even talking about mental well-being has a stigma because it is seen as the other, because it is seen as negative, because throughout history, people that went against the norm were branded as mentally ill and they were, quote unquote, 
bad. They were not good for society. And so we've built up this stigma and that is why we are where we are now, at least part of the reason. That then leads to the media running stories when somebody who is mentally ill causes any kind of an issue, they run those stories because those stories get clicks because we all share that stigma. And so in that moment, it doesn't matter that many people who don't have mental illnesses also cause problems because that's the story that we all are looking for subconsciously. It doesn't matter that many people who do have mental illnesses are not causing problems because that's not the story we're looking for. And so mental illness has a stigma because it has a stigma. It's not necessarily because there's any truth to it. It's not because there is any fact behind it. It's purely because throughout history, it has had a stigma and that stigma has just been reinforced over and over and over again for hundreds of years until it's been baked into society. And it only happened to begin with because there was something called normal. So what can we take away here? Well, number one, if we want to end or even just reduce the stigma around mental illness and mental health, then we need to recognize that we have it and we need to catch ourselves when those things happen. The only person we can focus on improving is ourselves. By catching ourselves when we start to feel those stigmas, when we start to feel fearful for no real reason because somebody near us or somebody that we are in the same room as has some sort of mental issue, we need to catch ourselves and start to really question that reaction. Yes, there are times when you should be concerned, but that is not going to be every time. And by having that reaction every time, you are reinforcing the stigma. Number two, when we see something on the news that someone with a mental illness has caused some kind of an issue, we also have to remember that there are millions of people with mental issues who have not caused problems. We need to recognize that in the same way that you should not judge an entire race or an entire community or an entire religion or an entire country based on one person's actions, we also should not judge an entire group of people based on one person's actions. And then finally, consider going and getting help for yourself. Mental illness and mental health are not things to be ashamed of. And by going and seeing somebody for your own mental well-being and not being ashamed to talk about that, not being ashamed to make sure your friends and family know you are doing this, you are subconsciously promoting the people around you to also embrace it, to also find the help that they need. Now, you may not have a mental illness, but someone around you might. And because you've decided to take that first step and embrace it for your own life, that might just give them the permission that they need to go and get the help they need. So those are the three big takeaways. Remember, mental illness is not something that we should have a stigma around. By reinforcing those stigmas, we are making it more difficult to solve what is a legitimate problem. We're making it more difficult to help the people who need the help. But by recognizing that there should not be a stigma, by recognizing where that stigma came from, by finding that stigma in yourself and by embracing getting help, 
we can start to make it a little bit less of a problem for the people who truly need it to find the help that they need. So I hope this was valuable. Be sure to click subscribe wherever you're consuming this. If you haven't already, find us over on YouTube at youtube.com slash Greg Clunas. My name has been Greg Clunas. As always, thank you so much for listening. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. Every day.